0: Good morning, good evening, good night, and all that good stuff. This is those heathens over there with Talk 8. This is your boy, Demarcus Black,
1: with this is Miss Diana Dirtree. How is everyone doing?
2: Hey, it is Victor Moon.
0: I'm glad y'all joining us today.
3: Hey, it's DB. I appreciate y'all being here today.
0: All right, so with that being said, and all the intros out of the way. First topic, our first topic is going to be your sanity versus paying alimony or trial support. So what do we got on that?
3: So I mentioned this topic, um, I've never been divorced. Uh,
0: yeah.
3: I will say Damn. that, yeah, no, and I'm not saying it as a negative thing before, you know, my old lady listens to this and like, oh, well, you know where the door is at. Cause she told me yeah, that all told her. Yeah, nobody forcing you to be here. but. Uh, for certain people that are in, you know, maybe like a, a toxic relationship or, you know, where they have children or they've been supporting the other person for quite some time being that, you know, sole purpose of of income for that household. Um, I think some of the, the reasons why they don't leave is attributed to knowing that what financial burden they're going to put themselves into. Uh, but at the same time, as like, you know, I've known people, friends that, You know, it's simple. It's easy for me to say, hey, man, like, you know, things aren't going good for you. They haven't been going good for you for a very long time. When do you think it's time for you to just, you know, pick up your shit and go or kick them out? Whatever, whatever it is, the situation. And you straight up tell me, like, I am not financially in in a financial position to do that because I know how much it's going to affect me and how much it's going to cost me. And I'll basically be living, you know either paycheck to paycheck or bear or not even making it. So that's why I mentioned this topic.
0: My question is, what is that sanity part? Like it says your sanity versus paying alimony or child support. Well,
3: your, your sanity is just being completely out of that, that toxic situation and living your life. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? Like, yeah, you're going to be, you're going to be there for your, if you have kids, right. You're going to be there for your kids. I would hope, uh, at least I know I would. Right. But at the same time, like, Your your sanity or your your just a positive like emotional state you're not getting that when you're in some sort of a toxic relationship because you know at least in my opinion I I feel like you always feel like you're under some sort of microscope with anything that you do and you know you just don't want to put yourself in a position where you're gonna either upset that person or whatever the case is
2: now you know looking at it I think um, there's so many different factors I think that come into it and it's not just as cut and dry as uh, your sanity should come before everything else, right? But when your relationship, if it's in danger, or if it's if it's that bad and it's affecting the kids, that's something you got to look at. You know, like you said, your your own sanity, how how you're doing the things you normally do. Are you living your your life the way uh, you're used to? Have you lost yourself? Have you have you given up different things in order to try and make this other person happy? Those are all things that matter because as soon as you lose yourself you're really not in the relationship anyway. Uh, having never been married, right. I don't understand the the full complexity of the divestment of a marriage, right? Like you say, financially, what's that look like? Owning a home or owning property together or alimony and things like that. Like, I don't understand all that. But uh, I do say at the base root of it, you need to be who you are. And if you're not comfortable being who you are, there's you're never going to, feel happy in that relationship.
3: Right. And, and it's a, it's a two-way streak, right? Because, you know, it not necessarily saying that just the guy is, is not in a good relationship. Like it could be, it could go either way, man or woman, but the term, and I know we've used it a few times, but the term like cheaper to keeper, like, I, I hate using it as like a cop-out, but like, I feel like, or, or keep him rather. Right. <laughs> but I just feel like when you kind of take into consideration, uh, if, if you're, like forward thinking and, you know, this is obviously a, a mindset of somebody that knows, you know, OK, if I make this move and now I'm thinking like five steps ahead, what is what are the negative implications of me doing this? And if you can live with that, then sure. You know what I mean? But if you can't, what what do you do? Like, how do you fix something that's unfixable, I guess?
2: Well, and, and I think at, at that point, you're you got to go and pull the pull the layers back right because the question isn't what do you do it's it's what got you there right like if you want to say if you want to say cheaper to keep her or like h- however you want to look at it like hey we're not going to get divorced then how did you get to that point where you felt like that was the only option
3: right so what y'all got which what Oh, no, I, I thought i thought you were done with your thought and i was going to ask what the other two had to say cuz they were a little quiet over
0: there
3: i know uh i know demarcus I know DeMarcus being like in his thoughts.
0: All right. So, yeah, for me, um, <clears throat> I was looking at this from a whole different light. I talked to the wife about this. And I think I mentioned it previously. The wife is, is she's quick to tell me, like, when if this is ever over, she leaving the kids and I just got to fend for myself. And and she's going to leave and have have the best time of her life. So I'm going to have to immediately find an instant wife slash girlfriend as willing to take care of my kids. So that's one thing. Uh, but the part is this. Second part of this conversation that we had was that um, she has mentioned that and I don't I don't she didn't allude that it was me, but she's mentioned that obviously she knows people or, or friends that have been in situations where you know it's not what it's not how you're prescribed like you're you're describing. Like sometimes one side of the partner might be making money and they're like saying right. that whole, hey, you don't have to work or you don't have to do this, I'll take care of you thing, but not necessarily. Right because you want that other side of the house to thrive and grow and be uh, effective. It's because they have a control Mm -hmm. issue and they're under underlining kind of like, Hey, if they don't make money and they depend on me for money, then they can't leave because if they do leave, Mm -hmm. like you guys have already described, they're going to be in that financial bind or they're going to be in that issue. So it's almost like when you trap someone with like having a baby, it's almost like you're trapping someone by trying to appear, financially stable or emotionally stable to say, Hey, you can go out and do this, this, and this. Uh, but the minute mm-hmm. that you, they don't, they don't conform to what you want or how they, uh, how you want them to act. You're like, well, you know what? You don't have money to do X, Y, Z. So you can, not if you want to leave, leave because in your mind you know you. that they can't leave.
2: Yeah. I'm glad you said that because that points out a lot of insecurities on either side of the board, right? Like in a relationship, I'm secure enough to know, in myself that I want to support you. I want you to be better. Like I think that's part of a relationship. I think I, I want, I want to help you build on yourself because the things I'm taking away from you are helping me build, right? Like I want that to be a shared responsibility or, or a, a, a shared endeavor, right? But when I noticed that, that this isn't something that, that you want to do, like, I mean, you were, you were good before I got here. You know what I mean? You're going to be good after me. It's time to go because it's not good for each other's mental stability, right? But if you want to, to look deeper into that, it's how did you get to that point? And is that a fixable thing? You know what I mean? Like, hey, we're not happy. How do we get to being not happy? And can we rectify that? You know, if the answer is yes, then you try it.
0: If the answer is no, then amicably separate. I think that is in some cases easier said than actually done. Uh, I agree. I agree. Because the way, the way uh, DBE shaped it, it's literally like, Hey man, you have nothing. Like I provide everything. You can leave if you want, but you're not leaving with my stuff. Like, that's how I I see that. And then I look at it from another standpoint. Like what if you're that other, you're, you're, you're that other partner who has been contributing and been supporting the other side for so long, and now you're just tired. Yep. You want, you want someone to help contribute to you and and help you on your end. But when you talk to your spouse or your partner, they're like, "Yeah, well, I'm just not there yet, or I can't do this, or I won't do this." It's been fucking 15 years. I mean, come on, you gonna you gonna chip in a couple bucks? Can I get some gas
1: money? Give me something.
2: Yo, but so, that's a, that's a level of honesty that people aren't willing to admit to. Yep, they're not trying to have. it. Diana, what, what you got?
1: So I've been in that situation um, and everything that each one of you has said in some way, shape or form, I've been in that position. Um, I am married for the second time. My first marriage was right when I started my career. Um, we both did pretty much the same uh, job equally. Uh, he had been doing it a little bit longer than I had. So he had a little bit of additional experience. and. Uh, We were copacetic to begin with because it was just a, a, a dual household with two people who had aspirations to you know make themselves their careers and About four years in I realized that it became more of a I'm doing my due diligence to kind of keep myself moving in the ladder and he became stagnant and so I said, okay, well we could take a little bit of a break. Um, I'll work full time, no issues. You know, you just focus on school, you know, whatever makes you happy, you know, cause he's doing a career change or a career end, however you want to look at it. And we, I took care of him for a while and it was fine in the beginning. And slowly I started to realize that he wasn't contributing anymore. So it was, I'm paying all the bills. I'm putting my kid in the daycare, you know, and he's at home with no job, And not doing anything and after a while I started to resent him for because it was like okay well I'm doing what I can to keep you know ourselves afloat but you're not contributing to this process and I started to resent him and it just wasn't a a good fit but like um, DeMarcus said I didn't feel like I trapped him to say like oh well because you aren't working you know you're relying on me I think it was the other way around for him he was like well she's working why do I need to do anything I can pretty much live my life and and do whatever it is I choose to do and after a while I I like I flat out said I was like you're not taking care of yourself health-wise and you're not helping take care of the household financially so why do I need you
2: No, you're right.
1: And it got to the point where I had to, do I stay and stay miserable? And I did. Like, I was miserable. I was unhappy. I didn't feel appreciated. And I stayed for an additional three and a half years. And I realized, do I stay and my son is greatly affected by this, my oldest, or do I walk away from this situation? You know, and he's still affected by it. Either way, he's affected by it for the domestic violence piece, you know, or he's affected by it. From not having his dad a part of his life And just one family So it became very hard to say Do I tear this, you know, I'm taking his family from him or Do I just try to ride this out I think it got to a point where I just said I, I, I can't do this And I, I need my sanity I, I, I cannot continue down this road Or I'm going to self-destruct And I had to walk away And it ended up not working out in my favor I paid alimony I paid child support I did the full nine I did the full gamut And it took four years of going to court back and forth before i even got my kid back so everything of what each one of you has said i have experienced in some way and i think you have to if you can't contribute into your relationship and you don't feel appreciated you're not going to be able to give anything if you don't appreciate yourself first how can you give to anybody else and if that person's not there to uplift your spirits it really sucks because then you just feel like you're in a marriage by yourself and you're working and you're trying to take care of your kids and you're trying to be a good mom, trying to, you know, be good at your job and you're trying to be a good wife. And it doesn't work out. So you, you your sanity just go away and you feel like you're just going crazy. And you start to find ways to, to knock yourself down and say you're not good enough anymore and it shouldn't be that way. So I think for me it was just knowing that if I continue down this road, my son is going to, he's going to absorb all of the negativity that I am feeling right now. And I just realized that that wasn't a good fit for him. So I think your own emotions play a big role into decisions you make. And there are some repercussions for it. And my son is still to this day trying to figure out the balance between, you know, why things happen the way they did. So I think, yes, um, your sanity is important, but sometimes that sanity also means that there is if there is no light at the end of the tunnel right away. That's just my take on it. That
2: that's that is a lot, and without I don't even know where to, where to go without saying I agree completely with what you're saying because your your sanity is going to roll towards your children. Absolutely. It's going to affect the people around you. It's going to affect your relationships. Everything everything external to the uh, the negative relationship that you're in. So, and that, that's that's a tough role. And that's honestly, that's something I didn't know about yeah. you. So I appreciate you I opening just, up like and letting said, us all know it's that. Just
1: Giving you guys a perspective of understanding it and knowing that some people are just manipulative to that fact, like you don't have to necessarily be the person that's saying, I'm the breadwinner, i the family, you can't leave and you don't have another way out. Some people get comfortable and they forget that it is a, a joint partnership. And if you lose sight of that, it becomes very hard to to meet in the middle and you guys have like a common ground because at some point the, the, the scales tip and you will feel like the burden is on you to make something work because the other person's like, well, I'm not really going to put forth an effort because you're going to do it anyways. Then that's like the wrong mentality to take towards it.
2: Right. and Yeah. And I've, I've experienced that, uh, the manipulation. Um, I've experienced it from, from a distant end. Uh, meaning I've dated people in the past who have had prior relationships or have been married before, and their ex is still extremely manipulative right. over what they're doing and um it it takes so much out of that person it takes it takes so much away from you um that it makes it hard right. to function and do uh, other things the
1: sanity is out you know and like, and you're just the empty shell,
2: yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, and we, we look at uh, the sanity, you know, mixed in with anxiety, depression, um, different, other different relationship issues uh, and personal issues. So when it comes down to the, the base of the conversation, right, like cheaper to keeper, you got to look at the long term longevity of your own health and think if I'm bad, how can I make other people good? Vice, if I'm doing well, the amount of joy and the, and the amount of positivity that you bring to other people's lives. Uh, I'm out. I'm out board. with that one. I think, I,
0: I, I think for me personally, that's a lot of pressure. Like I, I, if I'm sitting down thinking about, or I'm even categorizing myself as bad and how I can make other people good. I don't think it's my job or duty to make other people good. I should be trying to figure out if I'm already identifying myself as bad. How do I make myself good? Because if I can make myself good, my interaction with everyone right. else should be fine. I shouldn't have to worry right. about what they're doing um, because they should know. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And that's what, that's what okay. I'm saying. Well, I am 100%, I'm 100% agreeance in what you said uh, on that one. Now, my side my side comment on that is, as I was listening to you all, this is mm-hmm. my concern. for Lack of a better term, breadwinner or that person that's holding up the household. Like I believe that if they're doing it for the best intentions, it's great. Um, but over time, those best intentions become questioned by them because it becomes like, Hey, I've put myself out here. I said, I'll support you. Um, but for how long, like,
1: right. Right. Absolutely. I agree. I do the conversation not
0: being taken place. like how long am I supporting you?
1: There's an expiration on that
0: because I want to be able yeah. to put money aside to do this for myself, Or if I can't do this for myself, right. I, maybe, maybe you can surprise me with a birthday present to get me some of the things that I would like to get, or that I think I deserve, because right now I can't put my time or money towards those things because I'm putting all that towards you. So when does it become look back in the mirror without having to tell them directly? Because sometimes telling them directly is is, is, is hurtful.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: I mean, it shouldn't be because it's a conversation, but sometimes they take it offensively. They do. Like, what, what do you mean you can't do this? You said that you would take care of me, and now it's an issue. Well, yeah, it's an issue because I'm I'm, I'm drowning right now. I'm literally drowning, and I've told you that or I, I've suggested that concept to you, and you, you don't see it. You're not helping me the way, the way I need it. Yes. You love me. Yes. You're, you're taking care of our family and our children. Um, but I'm asking you if you could financially get active to help me help us because these bills that we have queued, or, or you know, aren't just my bills. Like, and I can't, I don't make enough. I'm delivering pizzas, right? I, I don't make enough to, to support five kids, you know? So, so what are we going to do here, girl? Yeah, no,
1: I agree. No, that's kind of where I was. It's, the cup ran over, and I just got to a point where I was like, okay, this isn't going to change. And there's an expiration date. You don't put spoiled milk back in the fridge. You throw it away. And that's kind of what you have to, you weigh all those options. And in the end, when you've got kids involved, it's a very, very hard um, decision to make. But everything that you said, uh, DeMarcus, is 100% right. Like, yes, you're here to support a person, but you in the back of your mind for the person who may not be equally contributing needs to have some type of uh, plan to contribute somehow. I don't care if it's being the, the cheerleader in the background saying you're doing a great job. I don't know. You just, you have to find what your niche is. But finances are usually one of the main things that causes a separation in anybody's relationship because it's never really discussed or if it is it's just in brief and people again they don't they don't take the hints or the the conversations you have or they take offense to it when you mention it and you're like hey you know have you looked for a job yet and they're kind of like oh no i haven't well why are you asking me you know it, it everything that you said is nail on the head
3: i, I think one thing that people like when you're in a relationship, you're going to go through certain things, right? It's it's okay. You know, there's growth. But at what point do you find yourself in a situation where you say, this is not conducive at all. This is actually like not good for me. This, it hasn't been good. It hasn't gone in a different direction, but down. And you need to at least learn how to at least identify, you know, hey, the, these trials and tribulations are just, you know, normal normalcies of being in a relationship, vice hey, this person is just this way is never gonna change. And I don't think we'll ever find any type of
0: common ground. So this is gonna branch off into a whole different subject. Uh, but I think that goes in part into that level of communication because what we kind of allude to every, every talk or every conversation is that there are certain things we, we see as courtesies or, or um, things that have to be done. Like you can't speak to someone this way. Or you can't be this direct with someone. And if, if we're seeing it from that point, it's like you love this person. So at no point in time are you really willing to hurt their feelings or, or, or disrespect them or at least be perceived as being disrespectful. Right. So if you're telling them that, hey, I can't necessarily support you anymore. Right. And you're being as subtle as you can, as respectful as you can. And they're not hearing it. Right. Or they're just not you know, helping. Then at some point in time, you have to make that line where you're like, you know what, listen. I don't, I can't do this. I cannot do this. And the sad part is when you get to that point it's almost like a wake up call. They're like, what do you mean you can't do this? Well, God damn it. I've been telling you subtly for the last three, four months, it is, it, this is hard on me and it's hurting and you're not, you're not helping. So boom, here it is. Face value. I can't fucking do this. So either you fucking get a job or we fucking need to you know, go our separate ways. Cause I don't, I don't see any potential for growth in this, in this, uh, in this industry, if you will. Um, and, and I think like I was saying earlier in the green room, no, you're right. It's not a common thing for upfront and bluntness anymore. Everything is about being polite, being courteous, getting your point across without offending people. Like, and that is the biggest thing. Because technically for me, early on as possible. If, if, I, right. if I acknowledge it early on, instead of me saying, hey, can you help? I'm like, hey, listen, for real though, uh, uh, the car notes due, the rents due, I'm short like $500. Like, I'm going to probably be able to put this bill somehow this way, but I'm going to probably need you to start working. Right. So you can help facilitate that. Now, I'll promise you that my wife is not going to take that kindly. Like, I mean, she might now because we've been together for quite a while, but that's very direct. That's very blunt and to your like straight in your face. Like most people would want you to be like, hey, listen, I'm, I'm having a hard time. Could you please? All right. I could do that. But why? The, the message is still the same. Like, and I need to put a little bit of, a little bit of emotion behind it. So, you know, this is real. This ain't just me saying, Hey, if you could maybe please, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. No, I I really do. And I think that there are so many points that you just covered that, that I agree with 100%, um, the communication, the comprehension, the understanding, if those things are being missed, where, where, what are you left with? What else is there? When you're saying, hey, I'm struggling with this, whether it's financially, emotionally, parenting ship wise, like if your partner doesn't step in to say, Hey, don't worry about it, I got you. Like this is how we're gonna get through this, then then there's an issue. But each individual is gonna come to that own conclusion on their own time and with their own logic, their own reasoning and their own understanding of their of their relationship. There isn't a Uh, A metrics for a hard line is to win enough is enough. Look at all the different uh, spousal abuse situations or, you know, anything like that. Like you look and say, man, you didn't leave him already or you didn't leave her already. The individual has got to make up their own mind. But I think that in the end, when you finally do your mental health, your self-stability and your growth should be at the forefront of that
0: decision. Brother, 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 you just led me to the smoothest transition I can think of. So that whole conversation led us up to this, to the next topic. And that that next topic being toxic friendships and or relationships. So with that being said, what you guys got?
3: It's just, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of it does tie in perfectly. Sometimes we get put in positions where, I mean, and I guess everybody starts as an acquaintance, right? Or somebody that you might know. Uh, but when you take it, to a different level and they actually become someone you can consider a friend. Or you look at it from a different lens and you say, was this person ever really my friend to begin with? I think that's where you kind of got to do a little searching. Like at what point do you say, Hey, is this person good for me? Good to be in my life uh, as a friend? Because again, back tying into our, one of our convert or one of our talks, one of our probably like first or second talk, if I'm not mistaken, when we were talking about how uh, you know acquaintances and friendships. I think if you consider this person a friend, um, I think if you have a friend, you have to identify well what is this person providing uh, in this friendship that makes him or her a friend and if it's if it's positive cool. Um, I know you're gonna get a little bit of crazy you know depending on how your circles are but if you are always putting into the friendship and never getting anything in return, or it's just bad news all around every time you're associated with this person, then I think um, you just need to kind of take, you know, take a, take a step back and evaluate how that is. And, you know, if you need to continue having this person in your life.
0: So I'm going to be honest with you. And I said this before in the green room, I don't, I don't necessarily like the use of the word top toxic. I think it's overly used to describe something that's a lot more complex than how we're perceiving it when we use that word. People are very, very complex and and maneuvering their thoughts, understandings, personalities into our lives. If we choose to do so, requires a little bit of work. Okay, because the questions that come up is, well, if the person is in your life, how did they get there? All right. Uh, Did they start off toxic or did they become toxic? Because nine times out of ten, People don't just become toxic those traits already existed. You probably just didn't see them because you were blinded by something or other, right? So if that's the case uh, Why now? Um, stamp them as being a toxic individual.
2: I'm really glad you said all that because a lot of times I, I feel like people want to be involved with or they want to be around these these individuals who display Everything that's negative or everything that that brings some type of uh, negative impact to that individual's life, and they still want to be around them. It's like they ignore all of those significant markers or those red flags or those whatever you want to say that says, this person isn't going to bring me a good well-being, but I still want to be around them. There's something about their personality that's just magnetic, right? And, and at some point you realize their, their energy, their personality has a, a negative effect on yours. And at what point do you realize that you have to sit and say like, that's the person or that's the energy or that's the personality that is bringing me down. Right? Like that's, that's the important part.
0: It takes me back to that, that uh, Dave Chappelle skip, right? When, when, when being real goes wrong, okay. right? It's like you love this person because they're so real, they're so authentic, they're so in your face. <laughs> then they do something that rubs you the wrong way, you're like, "Oh, you too real. You make me look bad. You're messing up my brand. You're messing up my my reputation. You're doing these things in these streets that don't 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 bode well on me." Well, guess guess what, man? You you like that? That's what you were sought out. You sought after that, or sought out for that, right? But now is a is an issue. Is an
2: issue, right? No, and and I agree with you. And I I don't know necessarily how Diana feels about this, but at, for so long you want certain people around you, and you you're willing to accept little things, and you you take in little things, and you say, okay, you know what, this isn't that big of a deal. But after a certain amount of time, or after a length of time, you realize. Those little things have all added up to a mountain and you've accepted so much that you've realized it's put you out of your own personality traits or it's put you out of your own characteristical uh, mindset, right? Like who you are. And at that point, it's up to you to determine, okay, is it time to step away from this person or do I want to keep subjecting myself to this same rhetoric and this same like annoyance? Uh, of this person I wanted to have a friendship with
0: DBE Diana y'all got anything on that um no you guys
3: make great points um I you know I know you're a pretty you know closed off person I'm referring to DeMarcus like you you don't you don't just let anybody in and you know I'm not saying that that's bad or good I mean I guess as we get older I think that's a, a great trait to have I mean why make more more uh, people into your circle that's already small to begin with. And you're right. You you already knew the type of person uh that this, you know, that this individual was. But I think you have to still, you know, as as the adult make the decision and say, okay, you know, I'm making I'm I'm bringing this person in. But I don't I don't know or maybe they pulled wool over your eyes and you just never really knew what this person was really like until later on. I guess the situation just depends.
0: So for me, and I think I told you guys this before, um, I don't necessarily see people as good or bad. I see them as having their traits, their their quirks, their personality, right? So with that being said, I expect, again, I expect the worst out of everyone. Um, A friend of mine told me a couple years ago um, that everyone has a purpose, right? You just have to figure out what that purpose is. Now, what that means to me is that When you start a relationship in any way, shape or form, you are being utilized for something, whether you see it or not, Um, whether it's for emotional stability, financial stability um, or what have you. Right. So that's that is your purpose in theory in that in that relationship. Right. And some people definitely identify, hey, I'm going to use this person for my financial stability. Right. So, boom, you can already identify them as a user. So I can see right now I know friends who attempt to use me. For X, Y and Z. So once I've identified that, I I can now say, hey, I can either cut this person out of my life or I can uh, manage around this one defect or what you have or whatever you want to call it. When I say that, what I mean is, hey, I can only talk about this, uh, only talk to this person about the specific thing because I know he or she can help me with it. But I'm not going to invest in X, Y and Z amount of time because I know over time or sooner or later, they will ask more of me. Then I am willing to give. So you make, you make those limits.
2: Man, that's it right there. That's it right there. Being, being what you what are you prepared to give of yourself in order to maintain this relationship? And I think that's a big thing between the difference between friends and acquaintances. Uh, acquaintances, you leverage, right? Like, oh, you know what? So so and so can do this. So-and-so can do that. Let me reach out to so-and-so, see what's going on. And how you address that is how you address that. But the end state is that you had something you wanted. You reached out to somebody who you thought could give you that thing. And you tried to leverage that person for that
1: thing. Yeah, I can agree.
2: Um, the friend is someone who you dive more into. But... uh you know, that's what I think. Diana, what do you think?
1: I kind of keep myself and my circle small, point blank. Um, if you've been vetted and you've made it this far to where we are on a first name basis and you actually know my real first name and not the aliases I may have given you, then you're you're in the inner circle.
0: She said the aliases. aliens. Um,
1: like multiple. I've learned.
3: Absolutely. We're still in the Absolutely. alias phase, by the way.
1: They're multiple, right? So I have I have uh, I've had friends who are absolutely genuine, honest and good, great friends who have very bad consistency with doing the right thing. Right. Um, And so at that point, when people's lives start to affect your well-being and your surroundings, whether it be family, friends or job that's when i i, I kind of draw the line if at some point you aren't bringing anything positive to my life then there's no reason to keep you around um because in the end i'm going to get hurt because i'm going to i'm loyal to a to a fault or i'm i'm also naive to a fault and i realize that you can't give everybody the benefit of the doubt and it's those people that you you think you're trying to help who are going to self-destruct and take you down with them so um, I've learned to just keep my circle small and those people who are close to me know that I'm 100 percent loyal to them and vice versa. But if they cross me, don't expect for me to need you for anything. I'll just cut you out. And that includes family. And that's not really a toxic thing. That's just my own sanity. That's on my own feng shui that smile aura its just having positive people around me who want to uplift me and I want to be able to uplift them. Um, and you can sense that when you meet an individual. And I think at that point, that's what the assessment or acquaintanceship is, is it's an interview, you know, I'm, I'm interviewing to be a part of, you know, your world and you're interviewing to be a part of mine and everything has an expiration. And hopefully, you know, your expiration is further out, but some people come and go. So I I kind of get to a point where if you're not trying to do anything positive in your life, just don't bring it over my way. I I don't have time. I've had enough drama.
2: It's funny that you say that. You're right, man. Everybody does have an expiration. Some people are uh, tomorrow and some people are indefinite. Mm -hmm. But uh, everybody at some point, like either you expire to them or they expire to you.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's whether or not they want to put forth that effort to want yeah. to not expire, though, too. Some people just have ulterior motives, and I've noticed that a lot. And it, and it usually don't even be for this dumb stuff. And you just, no, you, you ran your course or I ran my course in your life. You know, pleasure doing business with you. Continue on with what you got to do.
0: We all know that yeah. you're going to have those ones. Where, um, yeah don't believe in expiration date. If you was my friend in day one, you're going to be my friend in day zero. You hear me? Um, because, and I'm not speaking personally, I'm just saying that you have people that you know or have had a conversation with that they, you know, you know, we need to go our separate ways and, and not be friends anymore. And then a year down the road or a couple months down the road, they're trying to reach out to you again because they need something. So they're trying to get back into your, your good graces. So that concept of expiration is not a real thing for everyone. Yep. It's just a, a momentary.
1: Thing. No, it's not. I um, agree.
0: And again, that's because somebody... Like building 100%. Money. Exactly. 100%. They've already identified you as, as being being the, the mechanic or whoever that person is that provides this one specific yes. thing. So when they yes. need it and the back is against the wall, hey, I'm, I'm used to this familiarity. I'm going to reach out to this person because I know they could help me. And maybe I can press that friend button, bring up some old memories Get them thinking that everything's good, and then boom, we back to being you know friends, and I can get what I need.
1: Right, Yo, you, I, you're I, right, Demarcus.
0: Like how many how many times no. any
2: of us, how many times any of us gotten hit up by that dude or that chick that you knew four years ago, five years ago, and now they need some help with one thing or they're looking for some, some guidance on something like, man, go on with that, man. Right. I,
1: I don't have, you're right. Time man. To they look at it. See, it don't be my friend. Though. Yeah. I mean, we probably don't consider them
0: friends, but they might look at us as friends or they, they were look, they were. Uh, oh, maybe
1: old, uh, good it.
0: old faithful. I can always trust this person because I know they got me.
1: Oh man. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's, funny. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Okay i've had that that random call in the middle of the day yep and I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: gonna be honest with you like like let's just be honest right now all right depending on where you are in life sometimes that phone call comes in the right wrong moment you feel me
1: it's always a right wrong moment
0: It's right for them is wrong for you but you oh, respond man. and now back in there hey
1: yeah
2: yeah Stockholm. Oh, man Eight. you know how many people have not 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 a, a number but, how many people have reached out to you since since you got in the position you were in with your job and 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 these people these people, hey, um, hey, can you help me with this? Can you recommend yeah. me for that? Can you do uh, hey, look, man, the last time I heard yep. from you was ten years ago. <laughs> I don't know anything yep. about you anymore, bro, yeah. like now nah, you need to let that go, man, like that's. You're not gonna put my name on your on your stuff. I'm not baby gonna be pictures when y'all was kids hanging out and shit. And be
0: like, hey man, this is us.
2: <laughs> us. Yeah, man. T- talking about, hey, this was this was us, man. I'm like, no, nah, that was
1: you and of of that was me. Pictures and use those and be like, this was us. Like, I I would be mortified. Like, that's not an. I don't shit.
0: know what kind of baby <laughs> pictures you was taking, but obviously so it was not attractive. Not.
1: They were not attractive. I'm so glad I looked where and I look now. Thank God. <laughs> So anybody bringing up any old pictures of me as a kid and and trying to reminisce, that's not going to help them. (laughs) They probably push
0: With that being said, since y'all talking about pictures, I'm going to use that to take me into my next topic. My next topic being porn. Good, bad, unethical. What's the role that it plays in your relationship? Is it positive? Is it negative? Let me know. Unethical, positive,
2: negative, what's the role? I don't think it necessarily plays a role in my relationship. And, and I say that because it's not something that, that we both sit up and like, hey, like, let's do this, let's watch that. Um, and, I, and I say that because
1: oh, yeah.
2: that was judgment. When, when the, well, when the bedroom door closes, whether it be physically or literally or hypothetically, we're in, we're in our own state. And and that's just how no, I look I,
3: at it. I disagree you know? with what you, you, man. Because so I've been married for thirteen years, and I've been I've been with my old lady for for about fifteen, almost sixteen years. I'd say, yeah,
1: forty five. Okay,
3: and all right. You got yeah, You got so, some longevity, and, and I don't say do that to, to like be like yeah, you know, like what you're saying is completely wrong. But at least in my situation, I think it just depends uh, because. I don't think it's unethical i know a lot of people that do think it's unethical uh like you said do i use it to you know are we sitting there watching together or like hey let's get some you know no that's not what it is but i get on there and i'm like hold on man let me see what's new in the game for
0: for 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 substance right what do you mean by unethical
3: well so some people have like religious views on on um like watching porn or some even if it's not religious some people think that by you watching porn it's you're you're kind of cheating on your significant other
2: right and i don't know what's up i'm i'm glad no i was gonna say i'm glad you said that because i look at it like like hey, at some points when you're not mm. when you're not getting what you want at home like that might be your relief before you go out and do something, that's true for real. Yeah. I mean, you know yeah. what I mean. You know, like
3: I'd rather I'd rather my old lady watch something and then try it on me instead of old. You know, she hung up. She hung up with uh, or she hung out with Tyrone and then came back. Hold home up, like let me ask H- you a question, now.
0: bro. Could you put a reason? Why is his name got to be Tyrone? Like, why? I <laughs> wouldn't be like Hector. It's always because because <laughs>
3: it was the most common name I could think of <laughs> well, at the t- 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 time. I'm, right? I'm, Maybe I'm, my, that I'm, I'm,
0: I'm relating it to a black.
3: Man.
1: And why did it have to be Hector? Why it had to be you know Hester?
2: why? <laughs> hey, it, it had it had to be Tyrone. It had to be Tyrone because that that's who I'm gonna call. You say. know what I mean? You better calling.
1: Better calling.
2: Call but but you
1: can't I think my phone.
2: I think it's so, but look. You know because hey, let me let me walk y'all old back. Because
3: we we getting off target. Look, I just feel like at least, at least I think he's okay. serious. He uh, on his I job think,
0: interview.
2: He's trying right. to get this job. I am man and I'm
0: hey
2: hey listen
1: to him listen to him hey you're a you board, board member remember everything
3: <laughs> but for real like if you know you're trying to spice something up uh doesn't necessarily have to be buying things you know there's other alternatives and i feel like you know i think an effort is being put in um when you're willing to try something new that That's all I'm basically trying to get at. I think it's I think it's beneficial. Uh, a lot of people might not agree with me on that. But I think porn is beneficial. Um, and to Vic Damone's point, uh, in our field at least, we're gone a lot. And ironically, I'm actually gone now. And you know what? The porn has uh, definitely been influxed in the last week. But that's okay because I'm not out there being dirty.
2: Here, here's the thing. And what I'm really glad about is a solid majority of our topics of our talks come back down to communication and comprehension right like the the porn industry creates a wild fantasy for anybody if if you're into something there's a fantasy about that and it's it's Portrayed in porn, right? Whether you're the old man who wants a young chick, or whether you're the old woman who wants a young man. I, I thought you was gonna say something else around with chick.
1: I did too. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Or I thought you
2: were. I thought you were talking about Ram. Hey, no, 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 no. We we having a talk Ripping right I now. Ram and I rip. and I rip. You you have
0: <laughs> I Ram and I, Dailan, I Dailan, rip.
2: Dylan. You have. You have all these different porns. to include the finest Cambodian breast milk, you know, <laughs> you, you, you have it all and it's, it's to provide a fantasy, right? But if, if you can't communicate to your significant other, what that fantasy is, like there, there's going to be an issue because I've said before, you as an individual whether you're male, female, however you identify yourself, you have a fantasy and what you want is what you want and you're going to eventually find that thing. So how you communicate to your significant other what you want that thing to be is important. And I, and I think at that point like porn may help you communicate that thing to your significant other. Like how do you tell somebody like oh well you know i want you to wear a rabbit mask and i want you to tie me up and put a red ball in my mouth and then i want that's you to you do calm, down. Please
0: calm down i don't want to hear yes or okay. no on that i just want to keep moving
2: <laughs> I, I, okay all right now with this with this talk for right? me here's the deal all i'm saying is you try to communicate your experiences or your, or your fantasies. I 100. It might All right. help it you out. So
0: here's here's the deal for me. All right. So so porn can look at a couple. Uh, <laughs> looked at a couple ways, right? One, it could be looked at as like a fucking um, a, a study guide or a guidebook or a playbook to things you might want to try or might want to do. Um, or also, as DBE stated, it could be just used as a form of release to allow you to not. Um, engage in things that 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 can lead you to issues or trouble in your relationship, right? But the question now becomes: What if? Because we didn't talk about that part. What if porn is actually an issue or a trouble in your relationship? What if you are addicted to it, or what if your um, partner doesn't like the fact that you watch it?
1: Well, that's interesting.
0: That's
2: tough. Um, and and it, like I said, you want what you want. So, if your partner doesn't want you to watch it, you need to figure out somehow how to get your partner into understanding like, "Well, yep. you need to be my porn star then right and and I say it I say it directly or bluntly, but the reality is, well, my reality is i I think both men and women want to be their partner's porn star, they want to be their partner's fantasy, they want to be what truly
0: attracts. Their partner, and that is mentally, physically. I agree with and that that sexually. is wholeheartedly correct. But I think over time we realize we can't do that all the time. How do you mean? Um, I mean, like I like I usually say, life life happens, right? Sometimes we're in the mood, sometimes we're not in the mood. Um, you you can't be, in essence, this image all the time because maybe you don't feel like being it when the person, the other person, needs you to be it, right? In those moments, then you start to seek out no, you're or look right. for those things like porn to get you your release to get you what you need to function. Right? Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, and that's that's all I was saying. I got you. And 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 I agree
2: with what you're saying. Like, no, you can't be that every moment, every time of the day. But the the idea of of communication, comprehension, and conveying what you want, let that other person know like, Hey, maybe, maybe you're not feeling like doing everything, but you might feel like doing something else that brings your partner satisfaction and having that, like having that willingness to say, okay, Hey, it's not about me. It's about you. You know, goes, goes a long way. You know, like I am, I am 100% about the team. Like what is going to get you where you need to be? I'm on board. And I have somebody else who is 100% on my team. Like, it's not about me. Like, what's it going to be about you? And the way that it's been kind of said back or forth is like, hey, um, you know, during my last uh, – you know, going to see the OBGYN. He says it's not very, very beneficial to have sex while I'm on my period, right? and my reply to that is okay well what did your dentist say
3: what did your dentist say oh
1: my gosh well why did i think that was gonna be said it's
3: always a thing you're damn right you're damn
2: right At, at, at that point hey at that at that point it's about the team right you know i'm i'm not always feeling feeling up to the task but I'll tell you what. Okay. My man, tongue's not working. Nothing. Um. He <laughs> <You> getting
3: uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> All right. Um. I was going to tell a story, but we're not even going to do that. We're not even going to go there right now. Uh, any other comments or thoughts on this topic?
3: Yeah, I actually like this topic, man, because it, people think porn and they automatically think like you're perverted. Um, I mean, it depends
1: on the type of
0: I porn. Th- that's true. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, no, don't do but that. I think
1: no, it, no, you know, yes, you know, there it does.
0: Yes, it does. There are some things that we know that's yeah. like, this is out that realm, this is <laughs> out that spectrum. Let's not even mess with that.
1: That's out, that's out of your realm or out of yours. Midget porn that's, is a good. Oh, you, you can't be judgmental on porn and then be like, oh, no, that's too, that's too risque or that's too dark. Everybody to each their own that's the whole point of
3: porn that's the whole point of the industry and I'll watch I watch something with you know with my old lady I mean I'm not saying we do all the time but she'll throw out a little gem and she'll be like oh you know like and I'll be like oh oh like that that's something you into or whatever you know whatever whatever it may be and if it, if it wasn't for watching that I wouldn't even have known that you know what I mean? And I try to be as open as possible and as yeah. transparent as possible. But I also don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. So I don't want to try to do some new strange. And then you're like, what is you doing? You know, but if I hear it from you, it's because,
1: <laughs>
3: because we've been watching something. Right. And you're like, oh, that you know, that that's sexy or whatever it is. We you know whatever her comment is. She might not like anything that we have watched but, or or except for one thing, but I guess, guess what though? I walked away with one thing that I did not know. And we gonna go do that.
1: I guess my take on this is, uh, it's however you perceive it to be. Um, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem watching with my husband. I don't have a problem if you want, it doesn't bother me. Um, I I agree with what uh, Damone said earlier. Um, you, You get in your bedroom, it's your space that's your canvas. Paint it however you want to paint it. I'm going to paint my however I want to paint it. Nobody's going to stop that. Um, I find it interesting to me. If he points something out or he sends something, I laugh. Or I'm like, yeah, that seems cool. Or that's a little too out out there. I think as long as you're okay with whatever it is that you're into or you have a conversation, to me, I don't bat an eye. And maybe that's just my perspective on it. Um, It's just human beings doing trying different things out. That's the point, right? Is it? Experiment, find what you like, discuss what you don't like.
2: Hey, look, you don't know what you like until you try it. And then you realize you do or don't like it.
1: Absolutely.
3: And that applies in all all facets of everything except for jail.
0: No, it's gotta apply for everything now. It's gotta <laughs> apply for everything. All right. <laughs> DMX been to jail multiple times. He must like it.
1: I think the only thing I can say is, Victor you you a mask, a gag, someone's going to choke to death. That's that's not it. That's not that's not a that's a safety measure. Yeah, listen, <laughs> listen, hey, listen. We
0: talked before
2: about listen. safety words. We talked about before about safety we, words. You know what I'm saying? I, no, 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 say I, I, problem, I didn't think about this.
0: The whole time she's been waiting to say safety something about Mr. that because we spent like at least ten minutes past that, but she came back to the fact that you ball gag somebody. With a rabbit mask over it, so you can't even say a safety word. Or see that they choke choking.
1: Yes, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's all I was getting at. That's not. That's a safety concern.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, look. All right. Now, before y'all take it way out of context, uh oh, I went off on a tangent, <laughs> and I, I, was just. Oh, no, I'll I'll simply explain some stuff that's like way out for me. For Wes, is way out in left field
1: okay okay you
2: were okay all right but but you <laughs> never know it might
1: I relate have to, to
0: somebody that who gets maybe for some reason i always wanted to, to mess around in I an guess. ice cream truck like one of those soft serve ice cream trucks <laughs> oh, i mean we are see, f- my man there I'm you the go problem. there you we go all know like that's what i'm talking and about and i can like that's what i'm soft talking serve about and yeah. put some sprinkles on her and Banana, you know, whatever we need is in is in the truck. <laughs> hey, what, what, you, what you're looking for, what you're looking for is somebody who's like, hey,
2: can I have a fudge bar? And you're like, Listen, you know I would what, hit, let me look for one. I, I don't have one right here, notice, but let me would, look. I would, I would, and then you like, you know what, come in the hit back the of the truck. truck. Come in the back of the truck.
0: Let I would me, hit that Bill i like, i you for Wow. The pudding. Put the jello the pudding in the, the pop. pop and wreck the pudding are we done here can we move on to the next all right so the next topic is uh shared bank accounts why or why not
3: so i don't know Uh,
0: we're talking about financial Yeah.
3: yeah across the board and i'll just give my personal take on it but i don't know what how it's broken down in this particular group But for everybody that's actually listening, so personally, me and I know this boils down to if, you know, your significant other is working, but my wife and I, we both have careers. She has her own bank account. I have my own bank account and we have a joint account that we physically put money into. So nothing directly goes into it unless we initiate it. Um, We've been like that for you know, 13 years now, longer than that. But even after we actually got married and we have not personally, we have not had any issues. Um, I do talk to some people and I know that they uh, frown upon it, I guess, or something, or they just don't like it. It's worked for us. Uh, I, I strongly believe that her money is her money. My money is my money. And then whatever we're willing to share is our money. Um, and then from from another perspective, I just don't want to feel tied down to any little thing that I would do or purchase that is, you know, scrutinized. Especially if you're like married to somebody that's constantly checking to see what's being charged uh, on a, you know, a daily basis or weekly basis or whatever. And and I I, I tell I like you, freedom.
2: um, yeah, and and it's funny that you say the scrutinization piece, um. Oh. The way I like things to go in a long-term relationship, long-lasting relationship, marriage, is there's three bank accounts. You have a joint account, and that joint account covers all of the joint expenses, whether that be your mortgage, your bills, uh, to include car payments, family nights out, things like that. Anything that has to do with the family or a joint venture comes out of the joint account. And that's a predetermined number between both both parties, basically, who say, hey, you know what? Uh, we're going to put in $3,000 a month each to this joint account. Now, you have you each have your own account, and that money is whatever it is, but it comes down to the, like you say, you don't want to be scrutinized or you don't want to be looked at. If I want to buy something new for me or if I want to buy flowers for my wife or for my significant other or if I want to, if I want to do something that doesn't relate to the joint enterprise, uh, the the finances come out of my individual account. And that has always worked amazingly for me. Um, and it's easy to. To manage, manipulate, or even, unfortunately, if you have to, dissolve that joint account, um, and you still have all your own your own finances. So that that's the way I look at it is is a uh, a joint account and two individual accounts for uh, the longevity of the finances in a relationship.
0: All right, so for me, um, we tried this a couple years back. I was like, ooh, I love you. Take my money. You got access to everything. Do, do what you want. I trust you. And then uh, I kept getting well, I over, overdraft like that. Listen, I started getting overdraft fees because things were coming out that I wasn't tracking. And now I'm paying all kinds of you know overdraft fees and things like that. So with that being said, you know obviously the, com- uh, the communication wasn't there. But we, we worked on the communication. But then after that, we went back to individual accounts and then one joint account for paying like the mortgage and, and then small things that we need to take out and share. So yeah, so I agree with, with Vic. Uh, those three accounts uh, are, are a thing. Honestly, it's actually more than three accounts because I, like, I feel like I hide my money. So I got like three or four checking accounts by myself that are like separated, that I got stuff going to. She knows about them, but she just don't got access to them. You know?
3: I was about to say, does she know, oh, about, she them or she
0: does know about them? She knows about them. She they exist. She just don't got access to. Them. I, ain't, I ain't gonna wake up with all my shit going.
3: She I ain't knows they that. exist. Hey, oh, the OnlyFans fund yeah. Or the fans only.
0: <laughs> oh, no. yeah, I, I call that the pot of gold. Whoa, whoa. You hear me? <laughs> the, pot, the pot of gold. <laughs> that's that's got to be unlimited funds. I got to keep being being able to view. You know. I, honestly, though, know, I think if I was to ever
3: like, if if me and my wife were to ever go to like a a joint, you know money directly going to it we wouldn't even know like it would feel uncomfortable you know what i mean like i don't know we i think just because we've done it so long that it would just throw everything off uh and i think it would just open up you know just problems i mean i I don't know i'm not out here like i don't want everybody to think that i'm out here spending my money on like any and every little thing but at the same time and then even from my side of the the token like i i'm the one that picks up the damn mail every day when i'm coming home and it's like Amazon this, this, something like that. And I'm like, I didn't order shit. And then, you know, I come home with like 10 boxes and, you know, I'm, I'll, you know, I'll say something slick, but I'm like, now if we had a combined account and I'll be like, damn girl, how much fucking shit you buying on a weekly basis or however, you know, whatever it is. Um, and I just don't want to, no. I don't want to start opening that cam of worms either. It doesn't bother me, but
2: I think the power to. No. And, and, and that's. That's the thing. When you, not when you, when I look at the joint account, the joint joint account keeps the house running. There are, there's nothing that that comes out of the joint account that does not benefit the house, and the house is everything. It's not decor. It's not a one-off thing. It's the bills. It's the mortgage, it's the groceries, it's, yeah, 60 you know things inch screen, like
0: that. 50 inch flat screen.
2: Now, yeah, Hey, no that 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 is a that is a joint conversation that may come out of the joint account. Okay, that's the after the fact conversation. But,
0: like I got this TV man, so we can spend more time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we can Netflix and chill. I got
2: this joint. Exactly. I want to
0: tell you after the fact.
2: I want oh. to surprise you. Uh, I I wanted you to be happy. Hey, but most of the surprises and most of the things like that come out of my personal account. And if we, if we circle back to all the conversations we've had today, uh, if that 70 inch, 80 inch screen that we're hanging up on the wall came out of my account, Hey, that joint's coming with me when I figure out my sanity is worth more. But, uh, the, the account structure, to me, is, is built on the longevity of the relationship in that everybody needs to feel personally, financially stable, as well as jointly financially sta-
0: uh, stable. I'm, I'm going to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to be real honest. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: If mm-hmm.
0: there was a joint account that existed that had thousands of dollars in it that, that I was told hey, whatever you need, go ahead and take care of it. I'm, I'm getting a new engine for the car. I might roll up in a Tesla. I'm like, look, this is for the family. We need this. You know, I can't drive a Honda Civic anymore.
1: You know, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you said that. First of all, I I guess I don't even agree with half of what was being said. And I think that's because I don't know what that man buys. I get surprises all the time with new cars his money is his money. My money is my money. I think we have we have a joint account-ish something that money gets pulled out of for the uh, expenses of the house. But like, I don't think we could do a joint account that's like, hey, here's all of the joint expenses. I don't even know what that is. I still don't know what that is. Like. I buy clothes for my kid. He buys clothes for his son. I buy clothes for myself. He buys clothes. I think for us, we it's, I think it's just a mutual understanding. We go to eat somewhere. I'll pay one time. He'll pay one time. I don't think we actually finances or like divvy up who's going to do what. And I think a joint account for him would just be for him to go buy more car parts. Like I Hundred percent. I would do
0: that. I, I would me, definitely buy a car part.
1: I think he would. It, we would have more car parts than anything, because that's his passion of things to do. But I don't know if we. I, I can agree with Victor Mon with a central account for like all the bills, because we don't have a stable set of bills to have. Like we don't own any properties. We don't have any outs- We don't have any debt. At this point, I, I think maybe we're just like living on a hope and a prayer. I don't know. but the, Gypsies?
0: Y'all are gypsies?
1: Maybe. I, I don't know. But his money is his. He does whatever he wants with it. I don't ask questions. I don't care. Just as long as if something happens, he can support us and vice versa, I'm okay. And if not, I have a nest egg. He knows about it. cares about it. I'm like you'll be taken care of. I, I guess I just don't worry about it. And we talk about all the major decisions that need to be made, but nothing's on paper. Like I don't have an account that says, here's the joint account.
0: So I think that, yeah, I think joint account, I mean, I'm sorry, I think individual accounts works for everyone. Um, but just kind of thinking back to a couple of things that DBE has said over the time, I think for him specifically, having that individual account is freeing because if he is kicking out Fifty dollars yeah. for prostitutes every so and often and so on and forth. You know he got to have his money because he don't want to come up yes. short. He, what do you
1: get? No, no, you, yeah. you got to be able to cover for a tip. You got to cover exactly. tips like you have to. Yeah, yeah you know.
0: exactly, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and that's I what I'm saying. So when I my own, I mean, I want to be able to go out and buy my own hookers. Right?
0: And that's only a hundred dollars. A couple is two to me. So you know that's fifty and fifty.
1: Yeah, or hundred fifty. Yeah, hundred fifty depends on what quality you're looking for 50
0: is a little low but okay yeah because you can go you can go you can go vanilla chocolate butter pecan whatever rum raisin we're whatever just gonna stick with we're just
1: gonna stick with vanilla but yeah yeah all those other things <laughs> don't
0: limit yourself don't limit yourself diana uh,
1: it goes back to
0: what i said diana.
3: you set you set standards or rules you're only holding yourself back no or you
1: oh, just wow. don't know my whole background and i don't tell you everything i could do too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds scary.
1: That hey, sounds,
0: I don't even know. But that was scary. I mean, imagine trying to <laughs> get a significant
3: other if you had a a, a dual account like Hookers Are Us. That
0: would be crazy if it literally said Hooker, Prostitute.
3: Yeah. And, <laughs> and then hell. you see the charge. You're like, Yeah, you spent $50. Like, you didn't even get a high end one. And I'd like, No, let me give you my agent you, Let me give you my agent and
1: hook you up. Get you a discount because
0: this ain't it. Yeah. Vic, Vic, the moan real quiet out there in the in the background today for some reason on this one.
2: Oh no, 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 no. it ain't it ain't about being quiet. I said what I gotta say. Uh, <laughs> you need your own money. Oh man. What you want to do. Uh, uh, your partner needs their own money. That's what they need to do, and I think that there's a a benefit in having a equal amount of money. Contributed to the home. I fund. guess
1: we need to start. We need to start contributing fund, because I don't even. Yeah, I That's and I, I appreciate it. We might have a discussion like, "Hey, we should probably contribute to a house fund."
2: No, just, just I don't think it's. A, you just gotta figure like, hey, yeah. it's not. It's not one individual's responsibility to feed and clothe the, the children. It's not one individual's responsibility to ensure that there are Lysol wipes around yeah. the sink See, to clean like, things so, down. Like
1: I don't know. Like, go to the store. Hey, what do we need from the store? Grab this and this. Or if I go to the store, hey, grab this, this, and this. Oh, hey, the uh, soccer clothes was $130, and we split it down the middle. I'm telling you, like, that's just how we – That's how I Because for me, grocery. that's a
0: balancing act, man. If I go grocery shopping and hit up with 400 one time – Hey, you got groceries next time. That's not me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's you not just,
1: yeah, you just hit up the next no, one. No, it's no. just saying, hey, I
0: got it. Can you get it? And you get it. Like, we're not going dollar for yeah, dollar. Yeah,
1: yeah, Absolutely. Hey, you just, I, ugh, I went to the store I got some stuff. You went to the store and you y'all, got some stuff.
0: Check this out.
2: Check us out. If y'all do that, eventually, down the line, all y'all's analytical minds are gonna start adding shit up. Not for everybody. That's not a thing for everybody. Right? I'm
1: not. I, that's
2: not. It's not a thing for everybody. Man, listen. Look, you're gonna try and figure out who did what, who did this, who did that. Nah. But so when you have that account, Ooh. when you, when it comes out of the spot that says, "Hey, this is what I need. I need this, 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 and this," it comes out of that account, and what? nobody.
0: But, but that's that a, change a my opinion, no, That's a trust scared. issue, because if you if yeah. you vetted in that, you shouldn't be trying to tally things up and like figure out you owe me this or you didn't pay for this or that. Like that shouldn't be a thing. Like if you are both contributing, you're both contributing. And if you're not, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a discussion. Yeah,
1: that's a
3: honest, discussion. No, that, no, the only thing that so goes no. into that joint account. So you're right. is is just the taxes. You're right, and and that's oh, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Is the
1: taxes. That's yeah. Right. That's, that's about all
3: that goes in there. I'll be honest. A year. You right.
1: That's it. I'm I'm, I'm in agreement. So it will be the taxes for us. That that is it. But everything else, like um, Demarcus said, it's just you go to the store, you buy some stuff. Hey man, do you need anything from the store? Yeah, yeah, I need X, Y, and Z. All right, let me pick you up these ANW yeah. diets. Yeah. Oh, so that's don't think that's that. for
2: me where I looked at. I look at shared responsibilities, right? Like who's going to do the grocery shopping, but it all comes out of the same account.
1: Oh well.
2: When I would
1: not when I would not you tell me
2: No and, and that's
0: what I'm saying.
1: I would forget like, that it exists. I, I think that's what I'm saying is I would forget that there is a thing and I'm just swiping. Yeah, I off don't for me, off. I I just
0: don't think um I don't think groceries rates uh joint account. Make my yeah. mortgage my mortgage I rates a joint account, the taxes rate a joint account. Like groceries,
1: I think no, yeah.
0: I ain't in I, I will say though, I think we're, hey. we're in a better
3: place in our lives right now.
1: Because, I think that, baby.
3: Be and I'm not saying we're balling out of control. I'm not saying we that. We are
1: not. We but are not.
3: Just certain things that it's just like it, it really doesn't. At least to me, and it sounds like the, the at least three quarters of the room, uh, where it's like it really ain't a thing, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's just that, like you said, we're 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 not comfortable, but we're okay. So I think we're just not thinking about it. But maybe if it wasn't the way that it was, maybe I would look at it, scrutinize it more. um, I don't know, I but yeah. Like, hey, girl, I'm really on my, on my last.
0: I'm on my last penny of this paycheck. I'm, I'm gonna need. If something. I gotta dig into the.
1: Yeah, i be like joint account for some eggs.
0: We done. We should eat it together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like if he says, "Hey, go to the store. I need you to pick up some underwear." I'm like, oh, I got you. Or i will just picking up, Pick it up. Like I know he's running low. Well, let me just go ahead and grab these. I don't. It's It's just the. I don't think about it. I just go, <laughs> just swipe. All right. So
0: with that being said, we didn't cover four topics. All right, um, those topics you. being sanity versus paying alimony or child support. The um, second one being toxic friends slash relationships, or a uh, third one being porn, good, bad, uh, unethical, and the final one being hey, shared bank accounts. All right, so if we don't have any other uh, closing statements, that's gonna wrap us up. Uh, but I will remind you again that on, what is it, the 28th, October 28th, we're going to be kicking yeah. off that Halloween live special where we'll be all masked up with the video going, you know, maybe some sound effects, maybe a light show. Who knows? Just just, just tune in and, and check that out. Um, so with that being said, I appreciate you guys coming out. This is the Mark <laughs> the Black signing off. Y'all take it easy. This in. is Diana. Until
1: next time.
2: This is Victor Mullen signing off. I appreciate y'all coming out for the talk.
3: It is DB. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> <laughs>